0: This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by the IVP. How can we be faithful Christians in the face of overwhelming problems such as racism and sexism within the U.S. church? The Disruptors podcast is back for season four and host Nancy Wong-Yoon is leaning into these very questions. Stay tuned to find out more.
1: Getting the Word with Truth's Table. Your Word is truth, Your Word is life. Presented by Inner City Press.
0: Your Word is truth, Your Word is life.
1: The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson
0: and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may
1: behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Ezekiel chapter 35 through chapter 37, verse 14. Chapter 35. Prophecy against Mount Seir. The Lord's message came to me, son of man, turn towards Mount Seir and prophesy against it. Say to it, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am against you, Mount Seir. I will stretch out my hand against you and turn you into a desolate ruin. I will lay waste your cities, and you will become desolate. Then you will know that I am the Lord. You have shown unrelenting hostility and poured the people of Israel onto the blades of a sword at the time of their calamity, at the time of their final punishment. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will subject you to bloodshed, and bloodshed will pursue you. Since you did not hate bloodshed, bloodshed will pursue you. I will turn Mount Seir into a desolate ruin. I will cut off from it the one who passes through or returns. I will fill its mountains with its dead. On your hills and in your valleys and in all your ravines, those killed by the sword will fall. I will turn you into a perpetual desolation, and your cities will not be inhabited. Then you will know that I am the Lord. You said, These two nations, these two lands, will be mine, and we will possess them, although the Lord was there. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, I will deal with you according to your anger and your envy, by which you acted spitefully against them. I will reveal myself to them when I judge you. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have heard all the insults you spoke against the mountains of Israel, saying, They are desolate. They have been given to us for food. You exalted yourselves against me with your speech, and hurled many insults against me. I have heard them all. This is what the sovereign Lord says. While the whole earth rejoices, I will turn you into a desolation. As you rejoice over the inheritance of the house of Israel, because it was desolate, so will I deal with you. You will be desolate, Mount Seir, and all Edom, all of it, then they will know that I am the Lord. Chapter 36. Blessings on the mountains of Israel. As for you, son of man, prophesy to the mountains of Israel and say, O mountains of Israel, listen to the Lord's message. This is what the sovereign Lord says. The enemy has spoken against you, saying, Aha! And the ancient heights have become our property. So prophesy and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Surely, because they have made you desolate and crushed you from all directions, so that you have become the property of the rest of the nations, and have become the subject of gossip and slander among the people. Therefore, O mountains of Israel, hear the word of the sovereign Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says to the mountains and hills, the ravines and valleys, and to the desolate ruins and the abandoned cities that have become prey and an object of derision to the rest of the nations round about. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Surely I have spoken in the fire of my zeal against the rest of the nations and against all Edom, who, with great joy and utter contempt, have made my land their property and prey because of its pasture. Therefore prophesy concerning the land of Israel and say to the mountains and hills, the ravines and valleys, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I have spoken in my zeal and in my anger because you have endured the insults of the nations. So this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I vow that the nations around you will endure insults as well. But you, mountains of Israel, will grow your branches and bear your fruit for my people, Israel. For they will arrive soon. For indeed, I am on your side. I will turn to you, and you will be plowed and planted. I will multiply your people, the whole house of Israel, all of it. The cities will be populated and the ruins rebuilt. I will increase the number of people and animals on you. They will increase and be fruitful. I will cause you to be inhabited as in ancient times and will do more good for you than at the beginning of your history. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will lead people, my people Israel, across you. They will possess you and you will become their inheritance. No longer will you bereave them of their children. This is what the sovereign Lord says because they are saying to you, you are a devourer of men and bereave your nation of children. Therefore, you will no longer devour people and no longer bereave your nation of children, declares the sovereign Lord. I will no longer subject you to the nation's insults. No longer will you bear the shame of the peoples and no longer will you bereave your nation, declares the sovereign Lord. The Lord's message came to me, son of man, When the house of Israel was living on their own land, they defiled it by their behavior and their deeds. In my sight, their behavior was like the uncleanness of a woman, having their monthly period. So I poured my anger on them because of the blood they shed on the land, and because of the idols with which they defiled it. I scattered them among the nations, they were dispersed throughout foreign countries. In accordance with their behavior and their deeds, I judged them. But when they arrived in the nations where they went, they profaned my holy name. It was said of them, these are the people of the Lord, yet they have departed from his land. I was concerned for my holy reputation, which the house of Israel profaned among the nations where they went. Therefore, say to the house of Israel, this is what the sovereign Lord says. It is not for your sake that I am about to act, O house of Israel, but for the sake of my holy reputation, which you profaned among the nations where you went. I will magnify my great name that has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them. The nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the sovereign Lord, when I magnify myself among you in their sight. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries. Then I will bring you to your land. I will sprinkle you with pure water, and you will be clean from all your impurities. I will purify you from all your idols. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit within you. I will remove the heart of stone from your body and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you. I will take the initiative, and you will obey my statutes and carefully observe my regulations. Then you will live in the land I gave to your fathers. You will be my people, and I will be your God. I will save you from all your uncleanness. I will call for the grain and multiply it. I will not bring a famine on you. I will multiply the fruit of the trees and the produce of the fields so that you will never again suffer the disgrace of famine among the nations. Then you will remember your evil behavior and your deeds that were not good. You will loathe yourselves on account of your sins and your abominable deeds. Understand that it is not for your sake I am about to act, declares the Sovereign Lord. Be ashamed and embarrassed by your behavior, O house of Israel. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. In the day I cleanse you from all your sins, I will populate the cities and the ruins will be rebuilt. The desolate land will be plowed instead of being desolate in the sight of everyone who passes by. They will say, this desolate land has become like the Garden of Eden. The ruined, desolate and destroyed cities are now fortified and inhabited. Then the nations that remain around you will know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruins and replanted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken, and I will do it. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will allow the house of Israel to ask me to do this for them. I will multiply their people like sheep, like the sheep for offerings, like the sheep of Jerusalem during her appointed feast. So the ruined cities will be filled with flocks of people. They will know that I am the Lord. Chapter 37, The Valley of Dry Bones The hand of the Lord was on me. And he brought me out by the spirit of the Lord and placed me in the midst of the valley. It was full of bones. He made me walk all around among them. I realized there was a great many bones in the valley and they were very dry. He said to me, son of man, can these bones live? I said to him, sovereign Lord, you know. Then he said to me, prophesy over these bones and tell them dry bones. Listen to the Lord's message. This is what the sovereign Lord says to these bones. Look, I am about to infuse breath into you and you will live. I will put tendons on you and your muscles over you and will cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will live. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. There was a sound when I prophesied. I heard a rattling and the bones came together bone to bone. As I watched, I saw tendons on them, then muscles appeared, and skin covered over them from above, but there was no breath in them. He said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, this is what the sovereign Lord says, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these corpses so that they may live. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and the breath came into them. They lived and stood on their feet, an extremely great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are all the house of Israel. Look, they are saying, Our bones are dry, our hope has perished, we are cut off. Therefore prophesy and tell them, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. Look, I am about to open your graves and will raise you from your graves, my people. I will bring you to the land of Israel. Then you will know that I am the Lord. When I open your graves and raise you from the graves, my people, I will place my breath in you and you will live. I will give you rest in your own land. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I have spoken and I will act, declares the Lord. New Testament reading. First Corinthians chapter 15, starting at verse 11. No resurrection. Now, if Christ is being preached as raised from the dead, how can some of you say there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is futile and your faith is empty. Also, we are found to be false witnesses about God because we have testified against God that he raised Christ from the dead, when in reality, he did not raise him, if indeed the dead are not raised. For if the dead are not raised, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is useless. You are still in your sins. Furthermore, those who have fallen asleep in Christ have also perished. For if only in this life we have hope in Christ, we should be pitied more than anyone. But now Christ has been raised from the dead, the firstfruits of those who have fallen asleep. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead also came through a man. For just as in Adam all die, so also in Christ all will be made alive. But each in his own order, Christ, the firstfruits. Then when Christ comes, those who belong to him. Then comes the end, when he hands over the kingdom to God the Father, when he has brought to an end all rule in all authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be eliminated is death. For he has put everything in subjection under his feet. But when it says everything has been put in subjection, it is clear that this does not include the one who put everything in subjection to him. And when all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will be subjected to the one who subjected everything to him, so that God may be all in all. Otherwise. What will those do who are baptized for the dead? If the dead are not raised at all, then why are they baptized for them? Why, too, are we in danger every hour? Every day I'm in danger of death. This is as sure as my boasting in you, which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. If, from a human point of view, I fought with wild beasts at Ephesus, what did it benefit me? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Sober up as you should and stop sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. The Resurrection Body But someone will say, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body will they come? Fool, what you sow will not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that it is to be, but a bare seed, perhaps of wheat or something else. But God gives it a body just as he planned, and to each of the seeds a body of its own. All flesh is not the same. People have one flesh. Animals have another. Birds and fish another. And there are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies. The glory of the heavenly body is one sort, and the earthly another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for star differs from star in glory. It is the same with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable. What is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So also it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living person. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. However, the spiritual did not come first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man is from the earth, made of dust. The second man is from heaven. Like the one made of dust, so too are those made of dust. And like the one from heaven, so too those who are heavenly. And just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, let us also bear the image of the man of heaven. Now this is what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Listen, I will tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a moment, in the blinking of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. Now, when this perishable puts on the imperishable, And this mortal puts on immortality. Then the saying that is written will happen. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, dear brothers and sisters, be firm. Do not be moved. Always be outstanding in the work of the Lord. Knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Your word is true. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and righteous and holy God, the God of the resurrection, we thank you, O Lord, for who you are and what you have done. You have done great and mighty and miraculous things, O Lord. You, O God, take the dry and desolate bones and you give them life. You raise not just a person, but a people from the dead and from the ashes. And you grant to us beauty for these ashes. You knit things back together, O God. You breathe life into creation where we once thought it was lost and dead and gone. You are the God of the living and you grant to us life. God, I am so grateful that this is at your very heart, at your very character, that you are a resurrecting God and you have taken people dead in sin and trespasses and you have granted them life and life more abundantly and life eternally. I thank you, God, that situations and circumstances and hopes and dreams that we thought were once dead, you still breathe life onto them. You bring things to pass. You call things forth that we have stopped praying about, that we've forgotten that we prayed about, and you grant them life even now to live on. We thank you, God, although ultimately for the resurrection power and hope that we have in you. We thank you, oh God, that, that these bodies, when they fall asleep, will be raised again to new life and eternal life. That you, O God, work with the fabric, the pieces, the the dust of our circumstances, of our very body, O God, but you make it heavenly. You breathe life into it, eternal life, and you take that which is dead and you bring it to eternal life. And so, God, we entrust ourselves to you today as we reckon with the realities of our days being numbered, this life being but a vapor, but we entrust ourselves to you knowing that in life and in death, we are yours. In life and in death, we have life in you. That in life and in death, you remain our resurrecting hope and power and joy and love. So God, would you speak to our hearts, those of us who, who reckon with the reality of our mortality every day, those who may be sick in body right now, O oh God. We pray, O God, that you would heal them, that you would strengthen them, for you are the God that upholds life. You created life, O God. And we pray that come what may, that your will would be done in representation of your character, grace, and holiness, and mercy, and compassion. O God, comfort our hearts, no matter where we find ourselves, full of vibrancy, and zest, and zeal, and life, Or on our final bed. We pray, O God, that come what may, we would know the truth of the resurrection, and that when we fall asleep, we fall asleep in you, and we raise again in you with full life, with heavenly bodies, beyond our understanding, these mysterious things of God. And yet, even without full understanding or intellectual reasoning, We know right now this quickening in our hearts, this comfort that we have, knowing that it is the truest truth, that those that fall asleep in you will raise again to new life, following in the pattern, following in the example of the Lord Jesus Christ, our resurrected Savior who intercedes for us even now. Thank you, Jesus, for this reminder that in life and in death, we are with you. It is in Christ's name we pray. Amen and amen.
0: Nancy Wong-Yoon is back again to host season four of the Disruptors podcast. Each episode explores the nature of Christian spirituality in the real world with guests who have experience and insights in doing just that, including Yahoo News chief national correspondent John Ward, author and mental health expert Christina Barlin Edmondson, and tennis champion Michael Chang. This season will also include a four part mini series with New York Times best selling author Jamar Tisby that discusses the Christmas industrial complex. Check out the Disruptors now wherever you get your podcast and join Nancy on her spiritual journey toward liberation. We pray this time of getting the Word with Truth's Table has encouraged us all
1: to not only be hearers of God's Word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table.
0: Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence... If there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of
1: peace will be with you. Go with God.